Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, New York, and the rest of our listeners around the globe. My name is June Stoyer, and I'm the host of the Organic D Radio Show. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Zoom, and you can also visit our website at www.theorganicview.com. If you'd like to be on the show or would like to find out about sponsorship opportunities, please contact us at questions at theorganicview.com. Today's show is sponsored by Austria's finest naturally authentic pumpkin seed oil from the Steiermark, available at organicuniverse.com. Listeners of The Organic View can receive a dollar off their purchase by using the coupon code ORGVIEW. For more promotional offers, please visit our website at www.theorganicview.com. And don't forget to check out our contest section. On today's show, Tom and I are going to talk about yet another campaign to save the bees. This one has been spearheaded by one of America's largest producers of cereal. However, after taking a bee's eye view, there are some serious questions about the potential consequences of these efforts. So I'd first like to welcome to the show my co-host, Colorado beekeeper Tom Theobald. Hello, Tom. Well, good afternoon, June. From uh, sunny Colorado, we're having a warm period that's predicted to be in the 80s by the weekend, so the bees are flying actively. Thanks, Tom. Now, this particular campaign in question has been spearheaded by General Mills, and it features a promotion which talks about how you could get free seeds to help bring back the bees. And basically, they partnered with a couple of folks, Vessi's Seeds, which I do believe is based in Canada. And they're offering a lot of great things that typically would be fantastic when it comes to helping the bees. To plant seeds, choose a non-windy day, to use moist soil for the wildflowers, and also to weed, weed, weed. This can be found on Cheerios.com forward slash bring back the bees. And to mow in the fall and leave seed-rich clippings. So that's good to mulch. However, when you take a look at this campaign from the perspective of somebody like Tom Theobald, it's quite interesting what you'll find. So, Tom, in regards to this campaign, what were some of the things that first jumped out at you? Well, I have concerns as a, as a beekeeper because of my involvement in the in the pesticide problems that we've been having and the extent of those problems I, I would scrutinize something like this very closely and I think what they're proposing is uh, a million packets of seeds is that correct I, I think that's correct so hundreds of millions of wildflower seeds potential forage for the pollinating insects. But what's being overlooked or unrecognized is that the neonicotinoids, which we are so concerned about being the major player in the decline of the honeybees and other pollinators, 
are the most widely used pesticide worldwide and most widely used in history. And agricultural land alone, over 200 million acres. Now, these are products that have half-lives of years. They're they're water-soluble, so they can migrate with the groundwater. And the bulk, they're used as seed treatment primarily, and the bulk of that seed treatment doesn't go into the plant, but rather into the soil and the groundwater. The point that I'm trying to make here is that it appears that the environment has been massively poisoned with these highly toxic, long-lasting pesticides. And these programs that do nothing to assess the baseline information as to the level of environmental poisoning may be actually doing more harm than good. And here's how it would work. Those plants are planted in environments, and they're huge, that are contaminated with the neonicotinoids. They draw up the neonicotinoids, and those neonicotinoids are then transferred to the pollinating insects, any insects that feed on the pollen or the nectar. There's no safe dose, apparently, is what the science tells us, and the effect is cumulative and irreversible. So what may be accomplished by a, an otherwise in apparently well-meaning campaign is to accelerate the damages rather than help the bees. So as a beekeeper, I would be concerned about the environmental impact of this program. As a food consumer, I'm concerned about this product itself. It's Honey Nut Cheerios. The label says naturally flavored. If you look at the ingredients, there's more cornstarch in this than honey. The first, the, the largest ingredient is oats, followed by sugar. Down the line a ways is honey, but it comes right after cornstarch, so there's less honey in the product than cornstarch. And then you have to go almost all the way down to the bottom of the list to find naturally flavored almond oil or natural almond flavoring or however they put it. It's worded as natural almond flavor. Natural almond yeah. flavor. Where are the nuts? Here's a product that's promoting itself on the back of the bees, taking advantage of people's concern about the fate of the honeybee. It's a product called Honey Nut Cheerios, there's virtually no honey and and absolutely no nuts. However, Tom, I do want to point out on the label, it says in big, bold letters underneath the whole list of ingredients, the ones that I can pronounce and the ones that most people cannot, it says in big, all capitals, contains almond ingredients. So you can define that however you so choose. <laughs> I guess I missed that one, June. Uh, I stand corrected a little bit, but the fact is that this is a fiction. And as a consumer, I have to ask myself, what kind of corporate thinking allows a company to do this? Well, let me just interject something. At the very bottom, which I didn't notice until just this moment, it says also in big letters, partially produced with genetic engineering. 
Learn more at ask.generalmills.com. So, Tom, when it comes to neonicotinoids and GMOs, what do we know to be true? They are the companion technology, are they not? Well, yes, yes. It's a little more complicated than that, but yes, they go together. They're part of the chemical arsenal that's being proposed to American farmers, in fact, farmers around the globe. Now, I also want to point out one other thing. This is on the box of Honey Nut Cheerios. Now, on the box of regular Cheerios, it says underneath the ingredients, not made with genetically modified ingredients. But it does say, then it says in small print, practically need a microscope to read this, trace amounts of genetically modified, parentheses, also known as genetically engineered material, may be present due to potential cross-contact during manufacturing and shipping. The very product that they are using to save the bees is genetically engineered, or partially genetically engineered. Isn't that something? A program like this may be doing more harm than good. Well, I think that it it does give the illusion, but if they're going to really do it, why not state what the problem is? Why are we still talking about colony collapse disorder after how many years of doing this program and how many of America's top commercial migratory beekeepers have talked about what the problem is, which is neonicotinoids? Well, neonicotinoids is is a forbidden word. It's the N-word of pesticides. Apparently. Nobody wants to say it. Nobody wants to say that it cannot be used safely. Nobody wants to say that it should be banned. Nobody wants to take that extreme position. But the fact is that these neonicotinoids are the most massive poisoning of the environment in the history of humanity. And everybody involved with the decisions that have led us up to this disaster is doing their best to cover it up and distract the people's attention away from it. And that includes, as the leaders, the EPA and the USDA. They don't want you to know what's going on with this environmental poisoning. Well, if you take a look at the article that they reference on greenpeace.org, which is very disappointing. It seems as though Greenpeace is going in the right direction, but once again, they fail to mention the word neonicotinoids. It seems as though the mention of it has consequences. And the bottom line is, with the numerous research papers that have been peer-reviewed and published that are and have and continue to be circulated throughout the world, that prove the impact of these pesticides. The fact that you have organizations like Greenpeace that in this article didn't even mention neonicotinoids. They do mention pesticides and bees and they use the phrase pesticide cocktail. However, they still refrain from using that word, which is ridiculous because we know what it is. It feeds into industry's propaganda. Well, I, maybe they're just naive. It seems that they haven't done their homework I just hope that uh, all the folks out there will enjoy their uh, cornstarch Cheerios. I would like to mention that we did reach out to General Mills and ask them to participate in the segment today. However, they declined and suggested that we speak to somebody else 
for any type of comments or information. So we did give them a chance, and it's a shame because if they really were looking to help the bees, they would have taken this opportunity seriously. So we tried. We tried. That's the best we can do. The bottom line is this isn't a new campaign. This isn't a new concept. Tom, over the years, you and I have reviewed countless efforts to do just this, to plant seeds in hopes of helping the bees. But the bottom line is is that if you have soil that is contaminated with the neonicotinoid pesticides, you're basically planting killing fields. And that's something that we have tried to communicate for the last several years, we've had guests on the show, some of, the, some of America's top commercial migratory beekeepers talk about it, and yet you still have corporations that are still feeding into the chemical industry's propaganda. Well, they want to perpetuate the concept that this is a great mystery, that it's going to take years to unravel it, and... To appeal to the researchers, it's going to take millions of dollars in research money to accomplish that. The facts are that we know what's going on here, and we need to face up to those facts. We just have to face up to it. If we don't, we're going to lose the honeybee. We're going to lose the monarch butterfly. We're going to lose the rusty patch bumblebee. We're going to lose all those hundreds or thousands of other lower-level life forms that we don't even have a name for. This has got to stop. Now, what's interesting about this campaign is another part that most people might not pay attention to, and that's the actual ground preparation or soil preparation to plant these seeds. Tom, would you care to elaborate on this? Well, the uh, the seed producers give uh, people some options on how to establish these wildflowers, and one of those options recommends sterilizing the plot with a, an herbicide, and they suggest Roundup. Well, Roundup is glyphosate, and glyphosate has been implicated in the disruption of the gut bacteria in honeybees and the compromising of their immune system, some of the same symptoms that we're seeing with the neonicotinoids. So perhaps they've done this naively, I don't know, without due consideration, but to plant these wildflowers in a plot that's been treated with glyphosate is again just creating additional poisoning and should not be advised. <laughs> They have not done their homework. Either they're a little bit off the mark or they have not done their homework. What I don't understand is why a company that does sell certified organic seeds would include in its instructions for soil preparation to say, quote, unquote, at the end of this time, an herbicide such as Roundup is applied. Follow directions carefully. Why even mention Roundup? This is in the soil preparation section. You can find this on vessies.com forward slash us forward slash en forward slash learn forward slash guide forward slash wildflower. And it says it very clearly. It, the instructions are method two involves early soil preparation six weeks in advance of sowing. The first three weeks after tilling, the weeds are allowed to grow abundantly. 
even encouraged with additional watering. At the end of this time, an herbicide such as Roundup is applied. Follow directions carefully. Why do that? Well, it is interesting for those who have a suspicious mind. Why would they mention that product specifically? Is there some beneficial connection between the seed producer and Monsanto? We'll have to leave that for others or for another time to find out, but uh, the deeper you dig, the worse it looks. I, I don't know what's going on here. This program is ill-advised and it may produce more damage than help. It just begs the question, why include something like that, especially if you are supposed to be selling certified organic seeds? It just doesn't make any sense. But no, as you said, it remains to be seen. Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been interesting just taking a closer look at this. But, you know, it's that time of the year where we're going to see more and more programs like this. Whatever the actual motivating factor is for these programs, it's not necessarily for what we would think that it would be, which is to actually save the bees. If you want to help the bees, support local beekeepers. Support your commercial migratory beekeepers. Don't buy imported honey. And Contact your elected officials. Tell them, we have to ban neonicotinoids in America. We are the leader in so many other areas. We need to be a leader in agriculture. Well, thank you, June. I uh, have to say I'm a little uncomfortable criticizing Cheerios. I've eaten Cheerios from the time I was a child, and I guess that's part of the message. These products are being eaten primarily by children. Can't we hold ourselves to a little higher standards than this? Well, unless the people say something about it, it's just going to keep going on and on. People forget that the power of the people really does matter. We really need you to speak up. Folks, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to reach out to us at questions at theorganicview.com. Thank you for tuning in. This has been June Stoyer with the Organic View Radio Show. Have a great afternoon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.